The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so, so grateful for each and every one of you. Oh my gosh. So this week's radio show, Are You Willing to Pay for It? Yeah. And it's based on or was, you know, uh, inspired by a class that I did a, a while back. And there was a guy in the class and he was asking about creating magical travel and, you know, flying first class around the world and all this sorts of stuff. And it was great. And we did some really cool processes and clearings and we talked about different tools. And then on the very last day, his kind of discussion around it was, I will do anything except pay for it. And it really made me look at it. And it wasn't, we weren't in a, in a facilitation session when he said that. So it wasn't, he wasn't asking me a question or anything. So I didn't do anything with him with that. But I actually looked at that for myself because there was something in it that just went, hmm. Like, I wonder if we're not willing to pay for something, if that's part of the refusal to receive it. Like it just, it just made me look at different things in my own life. Like I, you know, I fly first class a lot of times now and I have for quite a few years. The way that I used to do it though was very different. The way that I used to do it was I would wait until the 24 hour check-in. So I'd pre-buy my economy seat ticket and then on the 24 hour check-in is when I would, if there was available seats, I would possibly depending, uh, purchase the upgrade, you know, pay the extra for the upgrade, which was a lot less than if you bought it straight out. And sometimes that worked and sometimes it didn't. And I wonder, because I wasn't willing to pay full price back then, I wonder how much I received from it. And it just, you know, it just made me look at so many different things. Like, like, what are you refusing to pay for that if you would pay for would change everything in your reality? <laughs> wow, everything that is, we destroyed and create all types of Godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now, what an interesting energy that came up with that. Like, what are you refusing to pay for that if you would pay for it would change everything? Everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion. 
right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And now when I say that, it doesn't actually mean that you have to pay for everything to receive from it. That's not what I'm saying. It's just made me wonder if we're not willing to pay for it, is it our way of not receiving it? Like, I wonder, I wonder what would happen if we were willing to pay for everything we desired. Oh my gosh. Everything that doesn't allow that we destroyed and created all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pud, puck, shorts, boys, meons. I don't know if you guys can perceive that energy, but, you know, just check in with yourself. I wonder what would be created if you were willing to pay for everything. Oh my gosh. Wow. That is so cool to me. And again, I'm not saying we have to. This is not a show about now you have to go pay full price for everything. It's just to me, it's a whole nother layer of receiving. If I'm willing to pay for it, chances of me creating it magically are exponential compared to if I'm not willing to pay for it and the only way I'll receive it is, I'm going to use air quotes around magically, then what we're actually doing is saying, universe, you need to jump through 100,000 hoops before I'll even consider receiving this gift, which is a really interesting energy to be with the universe, don't you think? <laughs> so everything that brings up, will you destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So what are you refusing to pay for that if you would pay for it, would change your finances dynamically. Oh my gosh, everything that is, we destroyed and created all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. It's making me think of all the things that I refused to pay for or that I took shortcuts so I didn't have to pay for them. Like, uh, for example, my... Um, my accountant and, and bookkeeper in that, and my um, bank account, like in my bank account for my business prior to this last few months, uh, money would come in and then I would basically take it out and then I would use our personal account to do everything with it so that I didn't have to pay the extra charges in the bank account, which was a huge frustration and annoyance for my bookkeeper and accountant. But I didn't know that because I didn't want to talk to them because it cost me if I had to talk to them. <laughs> which is so freaking hilarious because when I started this whole process, which was last fall, of... Um, I have incorporated my business. So before I was a sole proprietor and things can be a little bit different compared to now as an incorporation, things are very different uh, in bank accounts and keeping track of stuff and, and all of that. And the amount that I wasn't willing to receive from my accountant and my bookkeeper and from my bank accounts was exponential compared to now I am willing to receive so much more. Am I willing to receive everything from them? Probably not yet. What's it going to take? And now I'm willing to have, you know, phone conversations or in-person conversations or email conversations with my accountant with things. And I don't even think about, oh, what's this bill going to be? I'm just grateful to have her on my team and she has my back, which means my business has been able to grow exponentially because now I have, I've... I was going to say now I have a team, but you know what? 
They've always been there. They've been there for years and years and years. I'm actually now willing to receive from them, whereas before I actually wasn't. And so then, I mean, yes, I did pay them to a certain degree. I did pay them for once a year I would drop my stuff off and they would do whatever they needed to do with it and they would, you know, that very minute amount of stuff. But she also wasn't able to... Uh, and this is my accountant, she also wasn't able to assist me with things where I would then, you know, there was big messes, not messes, but a lot of things that took time to clear up and to figure out and to sort out that if I would have been having those conversations with her years ago, would have been totally different. But I wasn't willing to pay her, which ultimately was I wasn't willing to receive from her, wasn't willing at that time to have that big of a business. Wow, everything that brings up for you and for me, I'm going to destroy it and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So I'm going to ask again, what are we refusing to pay for that if we would pay for it would change our lives dynamically? Anything that doesn't allow us to pay for it, we destroy it and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, yeah, like it's just, it's so phenomenal to me as I'm talking about this, the awarenesses of things that I'm, uh, you know, just over the years, I had a, a friend and her and I would buy hair color and then we would uh, do each other's hair. Now, <laughs> that probably saved us Back then, my guess would have been $40. Like I'm talking the probably the late 90s, her and I did this. Probably saved us $40 a month each. And the thought now of leaning over a bathtub to rinse out the color in my hair for $40? <laughs> wow, how does it get any better than that? And it certainly wasn't wrong that her and I chose that by any means or anything that I've done over the years to save money or to, to make sure I don't overpay for things or, you know, all of that crazy. It's not wrong. It's just, it really, it really makes me look now at how much I wasn't willing to receive, whereas now I am willing to receive so much more and I'm willing to pay for so much more and... I'm also willing to receive so many more gifts and so many more things as if by magic. And I can see now how connected they are and how by not being willing to pay or always trying to find a shortcut from that energy, how limiting that might be. Now, the other thing, here I am in a, in a bars class. This is lunch break at bars class here in Lloydminster. And one of the things that I do, and, and Access actually does it a lot too, is if the space that we rent has specific um, stipulations around snacks, like a lot of time, well, probably 100% of the time, they don't want you to bring your own snacks in. They want to um, have you order off of their menu. And here in Canada, at least, they say that's a health, uh, health, and, health, health and something, standards, and it's illegal to bring food in and such. So, cool. And a lot of times what they have on their menu doesn't actually work for a class. If you've taken a class, you know that we provide salt and sugar and water 
and of course oxygen is free uh, and so I often will just put the snacks in a container under the table at the back and people will just go and help themselves when they need to and then I'm following the the rules with maybe a little bit of a twist and I'm okay with that and then I'm also willing to be aware of when I actually am required to pay like there's just sometimes in just talks with usually the host for that area I just know nope this we need to pay for it like there's just something I'm just willing to be aware of it um, I'm also I also have no problem paying with it if let's say I, I'm working with a host who has uh, a really great relationship with that venue and they you know, do all their classes there and that sort of stuff, then I will more than happily pay for the snack so that that, that uh, relationship is continued. And when there is the time and the awareness that that's not required, then I will put it. So, you know, kind of looking at that, it's not that I'm refusing to pay for it. I absolutely will. And I'm willing to be aware of when it can be different. So that's the other piece too. So you may not desire... Um, that on your next trip that you book, you may not desire to pay full price. You may have the awareness to wait until you check in and, and have, you know, at, at a discount. And there might be times where you just know when you're buying your ticket, yeah, you know what, in order to have that seat, that body would like, we'll definitely pay for that the uh, first class right off the bat and maybe your body doesn't even desire first class I mean I talk about first class a lot because that's been like a, a thing for me over the years because the first time that we ever flew it um, it had actually my husband had went over to England where he's from and his mom was really sick and they kind of knew she was dying soon and so he went over kind of to have the last visit and when I was checking him in online for that trip and I wasn't going with him there that was the first time I ever saw would you like to upgrade and I checked it out I clicked on yes knowing I would have you know have to say more options or give my credit card or whatever and it was only at that time seven hundred dollars to do it and it was like huge because Edmonton to to um to England you know usually somewhere around a nine thousand dollar ticket first class return so we paid probably say a thousand dollars return and now it's only 700 for him to go one way first class so I was you know I said to him oh my gosh look at this like only seven hundred dollars and <laughs> and there was absolutely no way he was having any of that like seven hundred dollars no way was no we were not paying that sort of money for him to fly at the front of the plane like rah 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 and it was so funny and we knew his mom was dying and so I said to him when we go for the funeral because I knew at that point I would be going uh we will be going first class just so you know if this was an option you know if the upgrade was an option and and it was and so that was my very first kind of taste of it and it was like wow you can actually get on an airplane for eight hours and enjoy it because in the back of the plane I never enjoyed it I was squished it was tight it was hot it was sometimes cold you know like it was just there was no joy in it for me or my sweet body so after my first taste it became this I'll admit it obsession with flying first class and then I can't remember probably two years ago maybe three I can't remember when I couldn't upgrade my seat and I was about going nuts 
at the thought of not being able to upgrade my seat. And I realized, and through help of friends also, was that I then actually wasn't willing not to fly first class. And that's what I had to then be willing. And that's what we look at in, in access all the time is you want to have both, both ends. You want to be willing to pay for it. You also want to be willing to receive it for free. You want to be willing to fly first class and you also want to be willing to fly in economy. And at that point, I'd got myself into such a craze that I wasn't willing to fly in economy. I had, I was from judgment and blah, blah, blah. And so that trip, it was like, okay, you know what? If I follow the energy here, it's light to fly at the back of the plane. So just keep asking questions. And one of the questions I love for that sort of stuff when I kind of, when I'm aware of how many points of view I have about it, I will ask, what would it take for this to be more fun, phenomenal, and rewarding than I never imagined possible? And I just kept asking that over and over. And I tell you, that trip totally blew my reality with economy. It was so much fun. The hostess uh, really enjoyed me and there was a guy across the aisle from me. Um, she just enjoyed the two of us and when we were sitting waiting for takeoff, she actually sat right in front of us. And so the two of us and her, and we had so much fun and she treated us like first class, like she brought us all the drinks we wanted. She brought us the little um, gift thing that you get with toothpaste and socks and all that sort of stuff. And it was so interesting because uh, I kind of went, okay, you know what? The, the judgment of I can't fly in, in the economy, it's the worst thing ever, is not going to contribute because there will be times where it's going to create more. So it's really about following what's light, following what's going to create. And one of the questions that Gary gave us at the Advanced Body in February in Denver um, is, you know, what future am I creating with this choice? And so if you look at that, if you're not willing to pay for something, what future are you creating with that choice? Yeah, and you're just looking for, is it light? Is it heavy? You're not looking for, okay, well, the future I'm creating is that, you know, the grass is greener and, and the sun is brighter. And like, we're not looking for specifics like that. You're just looking, is it light? Is that choice creating a, 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 a lighter future? Or is it a heavier future? so that you're then willing to be aware of it. So then you can then ask that question and then you can always follow the lightness to create the light future that you probably never even imagined possible. So everything that is, whew, we destroyed and created all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pet, pox, shorts, boys, mounts. So I want you to think about one thing you're not willing to pay for. One thing you'd like in your life but you're not willing to pay for. So whether it's first class or whether it's a, uh, a, maybe an access class you'd like to go to, maybe there's a different car or a house or just something and you would, just, you, would, you would do anything for it except pay for it. I want you to bring up the energy of that. Okay, so truth, what future are you creating by not being willing to pay for that? Wow, everything that is, we destroyed and uncreated all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine podpock shorts, boys and beyonds. Now I'm going to say again, I will probably say a few times, you do not have to now go out and pay for it. Please, that's not what this show is about. It's about having you be aware of where you're not willing to receive and all of the billions of ways that we're blocking that receiving. Yeah. All right, we are heading to break and I'll be right back.
Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So I would like to invite you to some awesomeness that I've got coming up around the planet. My goodness, there's so much. So April 29th in Park City, Utah, uh, which is just outside of Salt Lake City, there is a Creating More Money and More Abundance with Ease class that I am just thrilled about. And then off to Edmonton, Alberta, May 10th, Sweet Tanya and I will be co-facilitating bars. And then May 11th, I will facilitate foundation. Then off to Denver, Colorado, May 24th, Sweet Reverie and Annie and I will be co-facilitating bars. So triple the fun. And then on the 25th, we will start foundation. Well, I will, I'll be facilitating foundation, but they are my two sweet hostess, hostesses, and I'm so grateful. Uh, then off to Las Vegas, Nevada, and I am so excited about that one. I tell you, I haven't been to Vegas before. Imagine that. So that's June 1st, and sweet Shelly is hosting me there. Then off to Swift Current, Saskatchewan on June 8th for foundation, where Judy and uh, Joanna will be hosting me there and then on October 27th in the evening and then a two full days so 27th in the evening and 28th and 29th so a two and a half day class in Vienna Austria it is called embodying wealth and opulence Yay, I'm so excited. And then off to London, England, starting November 2nd for Foundation. Ah, I'm so thrilled with this whole schedule. And you guys know more, more will be added. I also have a weekly, just started in the last few weeks, called Unfuckable with Glennies. And it's a short little video. I try to keep them under five minutes. I send them out via email once a week. They're also, of course, on my Living in the Magic of Possibilities YouTube page. You can find them. I've got them set up under a playlist so you can go find all of them. 
And they're just kind of me wondering about things. And I usually have them connected somehow to the radio show. So something that I talk about on the radio show or maybe the theme of the radio show. But um, yeah, so how does it get any better than that? All right, let's get back to talking about are you willing to pay for it? Oh my gosh. Yeah, so are you? Are you? And what aren't you willing to pay for? Like, really be honest with yourself, because if you're willing to pay for it, are you willing to receive from it? And if you're not willing to pay for it, are you not willing to receive from it? Yeah. And again, I don't mean it logically. It doesn't mean that you have to go out and pay for things. Just wonder if we were willing to pay for more, how much more will we create? Like, if you had a million dollars and you didn't know what to do with it financially, like put it into bonds or stocks or things, like, are you willing to pay for somebody to assist you with it or not? And we were actually talking about uh, taxes at, at a class that I was facilitating recently. And I started, they were, they were asking questions around it and getting kind of through the, the points of view about paying taxes and that sort of stuff. And, and I said, well, what if you had $100 million? And you had to pay taxes on $100 million. And one of the guys in the room actually knew what the taxes on that would be. So I think it was like $16 million or something like that. Um, that's probably if you're incorporated. So uh, you'd get a much better tax rate um, if you're incorporated. So, so I said, like, would you rather have zero in your bank account because you're not willing to pay taxes or... If you're willing to pay $16 million, ta $16 million in taxes, have $83 million, $84 million in your bank account. Like, and I mean, I know that's a really extreme example, but it really helps to look at it like that because by saying, oh, I don't want to pay more for taxes, so I'm going to make less, that's as ridiculous saying as I would rather have zero in my bank account than 87000 Yeah. 83,000, 84,000. Oh my gosh, I am horrible at math. Um, yeah. So everything that is and everywhere that you've been refusing to pay taxes, which is actually limiting how much money you could receive, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put pox, shorts, boys and beyonds. And it's not that, again, it's not that we want to go out and overpay taxes, right? We want to have really creative accountants, definitely, and celebrate paying the taxes like how much more could you receive actually how much more would you be receiving if you were paying 17 million dollars in taxes <laughs> chances are your your income for the year wouldn't have been fifty thousand dollars no your income for the year would have been a hundred million dollars so you know it's just the absurdity of the lies that we have bought over the years instead of going, hey, how much taxes could I pay? Like, what would it take to pay $17 million in taxes? Like, <laughs> that just feels so light to me because it's a whole different way of, than saying, how can I make sure that I don't have to pay any taxes? I used to have this um, neighbor and her and I started business at the same time. And hers was different than mine, but we still started at the same time. And one of the things for me back then, and I started in 2002, was here in Canada, at least then, I don't know if it's the same or if it's changed, but back then, 
was I had to, as a small business, you had to, you didn't have to pay the, the government tax, the, what was called GST. You didn't have to collect it or pay it. Um, well, I guess just collect it until your income hit $30,000. So cool. And for me, that was like the target of a lifetime. Like back then when I was making, you know, probably not even $10,000 a year, that was my target was like, I will know I have succeeded when I am paying GST. And I mean, it's ridiculous because what happens is you collect it. So if somebody pays me now, let's say they pay me $100, I charge them 105 and then I give the government that $5. So it's not actually something that I'm paying for additionally. It of course costs me a little bit more in accounting and that sort of stuff because they figure that all out, but still I'm not I'm not it's not coming out of my pocket. Where this neighbor <laughs> When in her business, of course, I'm, my target is to hit $30,000 so I can pay and, and receive the you know, GST and all that. And her target was the minute she got close to 30000 she would quit working for the rest of the year so she didn't have to deal with GST. It was the most absurd thing I had ever heard in my life. Except it wasn't, except it was like, you know, I mean, I I got where she was coming from, from that aspect. Yeah, it saved her a little bit of work, but how much was she not willing to receive over $30,000? And how much did she then make it about, you know, the government's wrong and we shouldn't have to do this and that's too expensive and I don't want to have to charge my clients. And I think she was probably charging $45 for a session. So I'm not sure what 5% on $45 is, but it's pennies. Like, and that's what we do. And I use her as an example only because, I mean, it, it could have been me and I've done it in different ways. Um, but that to me was so clear. Like you're actually bringing that money in and then you're just giving it back. And then the other thing too is you don't have to give it all back. If you've spent GST money within your business, you get to keep it. So, I mean, it, it, it just made no sense to me except now with receiving and the kind of getting all of that, it, it makes a lot of sense. And things that I haven't been. I mean, it probably when I talked about me not being willing to, you know, talk with my accountant or sit down with her or go through things, probably a lot of you thought I was nuts. And and so it's that same energy. It's like there's things we're willing to receive, there's things we're not. And I wonder if we're willing to pay for everything, how much more we could receive. Yeah, anything that doesn't allow that, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, I just wonder, like I truly, I, I have no basis for this conversation other than looking at different aspects and, and just that one comment from that one guy in the class and going, wow, you know, if you're not willing to pay for it, are you even going to create it? And if you did create it, would you receive from it? You know, did I receive, do I receive as much from discounts as not? Like, it's not that that's a, like that... Again, if you get gifts or you get things for free or if you get upgrades for free, we totally can receive from them. Absolutely. I'm not saying this is across the board. It's just looking at it for you. Like, do you? Do you look for that? Do you receive from it? Are you truly grateful for it? And are those things you could choose to be more of instead of complaining when you receive something and and I know the first time that we did when we flew over for the funeral and we flew first class. And I mean, I was thrilled with it. I'm not, I can't 
recall if I received everything from it. Probably not. Uh, but I was very aware of how much hubby didn't receive from it because when we got off at the other, you know, off the plane. Now, if you haven't flown in first class across the ocean, um, there's there are pods so it's a whole different seating system which is nice if you're flying alone but maybe a little bit inconvenient if you're flying with your with your spouse or a kid or something because you're not you don't sit together so you'd actually have to get out of your seat to go talk to somebody and so when we landed and I was like wow you know how is that for you and I slept the entire way uh, I had seen my acupuncturist and we had a very limited time so when we landed in England it was morning which over there which was still middle of the night in our time and I knew I needed to kind of hit the ground running so she had given me some herbs so when I got on the plane I took them and I was out like I slept and I sleep really well anywhere anyway but I was out so I woke up and uh, you know we were basically landing and just oh you know hubby how was that for you and he's like well this was wrong and this was wrong and this was stupid and that's wrong and (laughs) I was like oh okay well I sure had a good sleep Um, but you know, along with it being our first time in first class, it also, of course, he was going to his mom's funeral and there was a lot of stuff with that. Uh, but I just remember that and kind of looking at, like, I wonder what it would be like to receive even more from this and, you know, wondering if he could too. Uh, and could I be okay if he didn't? Could we continue to fly first class if he was going to continue to be grumpy about it? Or would I fly first class and does he sit at the back of the plane? (laughs) Now, again, this was, I'm trying to think of when this was. (sighs) Maybe it was 2010, so about seven years ago. I'm thinking, I'm not 100% sure. And then, you know, we didn't choose it again for quite some time. And we weren't traveling back then anywhere like we're traveling now. And now I don't think I could get him in the back of a plane if I tried. He's so gotten used to the front of the plane and just the ease of travel and the comfort. And every once in a while, we maybe have to, we're on a plane that doesn't have first class. And we remember, (laughs) we remember the, um, sardine-like feeling and uh and it just you know it's just something for us again I talk about it a lot because it's something that has been a whole process for the whole piece you know kind of from the start to then dealing with it in how can I get it at a, at a much discounted price to now it's like hey if that works for my body we just pay for it and even in um I think January of this year, I was like, man, I was booking my flight for Rome, and, and, which is in a few weeks. And I, my body, you know, desired to go in first class. And the price of it was like, oh, wow. Okay, cool. The thought of flying at the back of the plane for a quarter of the price or a sixth of the price or whatever it was, wasn't enough. So I'm like, okay, you know what, sweet body? I get that we would love the front of the plane. What can we create right away to really, you know, contribute to this? And so I didn't book it right away. And then within a day or two, uh, had almost the exact amount come in through my store to pay for it. And it's like, that's how it works. Like, our, we're not alone on this. So when we talk about, are you willing to pay for it? It's not just you. Like, everything is so willing to contribute. And everything is for your body. Everything in this world is for your body. Because you as an infinite being don't require an airplane even, let alone first class. But your body does. Your body requires to get from here to there. Your body 
requires a vehicle to get, you know, somewhere that you don't need an airplane for. Uh, and so it's your body who's driving the vehicle. So it's always asking your body, like, if you would like this sweet body, what can we create? So it's not about going, okay, well, body, you want it, so you better create it, because that's not kind, and that's not actually going to work either. But from that place of, all right, so what can we co-create together? What's possible here that I never even imagined? And then allowing your body to gift you allowing it to gift you and again for me a piece of it is if I'm willing to pay for it it certainly feels light to me that I'm willing to receive it as if by magic so if I've got the refusal to pay for it that may be one of the ways that I'm ensuring that I don't ever receive from it which means then I probably would stay like most of us would stay in constant judgment of me around if it's going to work or not like oh well I've been asking to do this and it's not happening so I'm not good enough or I'm not asking the right way or, you know, all that stuff that we use to separate instead of really receiving from everything around us. So what bastardization of infinite receiving are you using to create the judgment of you you are choosing? Everything that is, we just turn and create all times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. And what are you refusing to be that if you would be it, would change your finances dynamically. Everything that is, we destroy it and create all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what are you refusing to be that if you would be it, would actualize as more money than you've never imagined possible and never enough showing up as if by magic? Ah, everything that is, we just start uncreating all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Because <laughs> it's the refusal to be, and I, I, um, at the advanced body, there was some of us that, you know, kind of went through the clearings and stuff together. And, you know, looking at that, Gary asked us that question over and over and over and over and over and over. And I've heard him ask it over and over and over in other classes. And he's asked me it in other classes. What are you refusing to be that if you would be, it would blank, you know, would create whatever, would actualize as whatever. Because it's, and lots of times we'll say, what are we refusing to receive? But it's actually not what, what the problem is. The problem is it's something you're not willing to be. Yeah. So what are you refusing to be that if you would be it would change your entire life dynamically? Everything that doesn't allow you to be it as if by magic we just start and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pox, shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, and that's the other thing and I was talking about before, kind of we want both, both spectrums. So maybe you get say when we ask about what are you refusing to be with money maybe you get you're not you're refusing to be a greedy bitch like let's say that's what you heard your mom call your rich aunt your entire life she's just a greedy bitch so you put the two together you went oh if you have money then you're a greedy bitch and then because mom said it with such hate you never wanted to be a greedy bitch 
So then when you ask yourself now what you're refusing to be, greedy bitch probably will come up if that's the scenario. So then you want to be willing to. So everywhere you're not willing to be a greedy bitch. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, meons. And just because you're willing to be something doesn't mean you ever have to choose it. It means you could if you were aware it was going to create more. Everything that brings up, we destroy and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, shorts, boys, yawns. And we're off to break, and I'll be right back. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about what are you refusing to pay for? Yeah, now let's go to the other piece of that, where maybe the only way you're willing to receive is if you pay for it. Like if somebody would like to gift you something, or if something would like to show up as if by magic, and you will have none of that. (laughs) So everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because really, that is another aspect of it. Like, that refusal to receive in all of the ways the universe is waiting to gift you. Like, get a sense of what that feels like. Like, truly willing to receive all of the gifts in all of the ways that the universe is waiting to gift you. Yeah, and all of the barriers you have up to that, will you drop them now? Barriers down, barriers down, barriers down, all levels, layers, lifetimes, universes, realities. Barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. Yeah, and what energy, space, and consciousness can your body and you be to receive every gift that the universe has been waiting to gift you for all eternity Anything that doesn't allow that. We just turn and create it all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. 
Yeah. Because what if paying for it is only one little tiny itty bitty piece of it? And I've talked about this probably a million times. So if you've heard it already, please just bear with me. But it still is one of those things that will probably stick in my head for the rest of my life. But I was at my very first uh, back then. It was called Level 2 and 3, which is now called Choice of Possibilities. And I was sitting at the front as I used to do. I still do somewhat, but not. uh, I tend more now to be at the back on the tables. Um, But... I was sitting very, like, right at the front, right in front of Gary, and I, there was a woman that went up to the microphone, and she thanked Gary for the tools because it helped her buy a dress 50% off, and she was just thrilled, like, thrilled beyond thrilled that she got this dress at half price, and Gary made this little comment that I don't know who else in the room heard him, but I'll tell you what, I heard him, and he said, you are so, so welcome I just am still surprised that you guys buy the lie that you have to buy something to receive it. Or something like that. He probably said something totally different, but that's how I remember him saying it. And it was basically the energy of, if we didn't have the point of view that we had to buy a dress, how many dresses could show up in our closets or suits, whatever you prefer, as if by magic? Like, how much could we go and, like just receive from the universe how many things could we ask to show up as if by magic and actually have them show up as if by magic yeah like how much and I started doing it with things that were insignificant so if it was say like a thousand dollars in my closet um actually I haven't tried that one I'm going to try that one now that I say it but I probably especially when I first started playing with it probably wouldn't have had success because I would have created significance on that but something like let's say I was uh driving home from facilitating a class and I perceived that my body desired to have some whole wheat crackers then I would first kind of go into oh you know what I know I don't have any of those crackers and then I would go wait body if you would like some whole wheat crackers when we get home what magic can we be for there to be whole wheat crackers in the cupboard when we get home and every time it wasn't significant I created whatever I asked for now That was the trick. The things that I made significant, I never created them. And that's why I say probably back then the $1,000 in the cupboard wouldn't have been as ease. I'm not sure it would be now. I'm I'm certainly going to try it. Uh, And then what we can do is destroy and uncreate everywhere we've made whatever we're asking for significant. Because even like um, a Porsche Cayenne, I don't know if that's how you say them, the, the pronunciation for some reason that's in my hand the the Porsche a Porsche any Porsche let's say to have that show up in your driveway as if by magic it is as ease as having a piece of lint show up in your driveway or a rock or something like it's just something that is but you haven't made the lint or the rock significant. It's the Porsche that you've made, well, I shouldn't say you, I would make significant even right now. I'm, I'm aware of that. So it's like, what else is possible if we stop making things significant? So all of the significance that you've put on whatever it is you've been asking for, we destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because truly, it's the significance that keeps us away from receiving. 
everything that is, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. That's so funny. As I'm talking about that, <laughs> well, I will tell you guys because it's just funny. So when I was waiting for the last segment to, to save, um, I, I, of course, record these in three segments, and I save them, and, and I have to wait a few minutes between, I had texted one of my sisters who had said she was signing checks um, for her business and, um, well, the business she works for. And anyway, so she's, you know, said, would what? And I just said, oh, I, I'll take one of those. And so she said, would a $61,000 one work for you? And actually, it will. <laughs> I just think it's so funny based on what, you know, I've just been talking about with the show. And um, what, I wonder what it would be like for $61,000 to show up in however it would like to show up for me as if by magic. Yeah, I wonder what that would be like. Like, I truly wonder what that would be like and how many barriers are required to drop to actually truly wonder. Anything that doesn't allow that, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, pock, shorts, boys, beyonds. So this is something I want you to be aware of with whatever you're asking. $61,000 might not be relevant to you. It might be something different. That's totally cool. But whatever it is, what you want to be aware of is if you go into it with, uh, oh, well, that's too much, or, well, that's impossible, or whatever that is, those are all barriers. And so that's when I was just kind of went into the question of it as I was talking about it. It was like, okay, those barriers, I could perceive them there. Like, oh, well, that's how, basically how would it show up? So actually, with that, all of the refined judgments that we're using to ensure that we never receive everything we're asking for as if by magic, we destroy and create them all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, meons. And all of the refined judgments that we're using to ensure that we're never receiving everything that the universe is waiting to gift us as if by magic. We destroy and create all those. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, meons. Because whenever we go to the how, that the next step you want to do is clear the refined judgments. Because the how is actually none of our business. Our business is to ask to drop the barriers, to clear whatever points of view that might come up or lies or whatever might pop into our head and then just receive it. Not go into, well, how would that happen? And even though it maybe wasn't a formation of a, like a sentence in my head, the energy of how was very loud when I just, the moment I said it, it was like, oh, but how? <laughs> So all of the hows that we're using to stop ourselves from truly receiving everything we could truly receive, as if by magic, we destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, put fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so what could you ask for that you didn't have to pay for, like, you know, with the dresses or the suits or like crackers in your, in your cupboard, like m making everything as insignificant as if crackers were there or not, or if there was a rock on your driveway or not. <laughs> I just have this like visual of being like, oh, there's a rock on my driveway. Oh, big deal. Oh, there's a Porsche on my driveway. Oh, big deal. Like, <laughs> So anywhere that I'm not willing, and a Porsche Cayenne, even though I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, it actually is a vehicle that I'm very, very drawn to. Um, and the one thing that's required for us, you guys will laugh at this, for me to choose that is we need a different house. 
Okay, maybe not a different house. We need a different garage uh, because we have a, a kind of like a car and a half garage. So hubby and I fit in it with our two vehicles, but any bigger of a vehicle for me or him, we wouldn't fit in together. And because we live in Canada uh, in the winter, uh, we both like our cars inside in the garage in the winter. So we would either have to build uh, an addition or move. And we are looking at moving uh, possibly in the, in the spring or whenever, but we will start looking in the spring for sure just to see what's out there and what's possible. But so if you're wondering why I'm talking about a Porsche Cayenne, it's just kind of like was popping into my head earlier this morning for some reason. I don't remember what I was thinking about. Um, and just like the, I don't know, there's just a yumminess energy to it. And so anywhere that you maybe haven't been willing to look at what that yumminess energy is for you in whatever, maybe it's clothes, maybe it's vehicles, maybe it's houses, maybe it's lovers, I don't know, whatever that is for you. Anywhere you haven't been willing to look at what's yummy for you and then ask for it and take action for it, will you destroy and create it all? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. And that's something I work, of course, with a lot of people in business. And it's, it's a funny thing because I, I work with people that either are like they'll do, they'll take every action in the book. <laughs> and then I work with people who will just want to sit back and wait for the magic. And so there's kind of like there's, you know, there's really a happy medium. So yes, there's a requirement to take action, but there's also a requirement to receive the magic. Much like all of the show we've been talking about, it's the same energy, like the willingness to take the action to create what you'd like and the willingness to receive from everything around you to co-create what you'd like. It's a, it's a dance between the two. Whereas a lot of times people are one or the other, like one extreme or the other. It's the same idea, not willing to pay for something or pay for it not willing to take action, only willing to take action, you know? And so it's like looking at that for you and kind of where you're at and, and wondering like truly that space of wonder what it would take to create what you'd like with ease and joy and glory. And how many barriers can you drop? Yeah. And how much more could you receive from the earth, from everything from everyone to co-create everything you desire yeah so everything that doesn't allow that we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion right wrong good bad online putt shorts boys and beyonds and i do feel like it's a dance i don't know if that would be the proper term but it certainly matches the energy for me because yes there's times where you know it's maybe eight hours of straight action to create something and then three days of nothing I, I don't know about three days but you know like there's there is this kind of dance to it where there's not a right or a wrong but it's the willingness to follow the energy and I know for myself and I'm I'm not always clear on it right away I, I'll get there eventually uh, but like there's times where you know creations are popping and I'm going 110 miles an hour and then there's times where it actually feels like I'm doing nothing you know, I might be doing, of course, this radio show is once a week or different things. Like there might be some, some things, but like actually creating something tangible within my business that I'm actually not doing. But when I'm in those spaces, sometimes I go to judgment of me, which is an interesting choice. And if I'm willing, sometimes I have to go to judge, not have to. Sometimes I choose to judge me for a while before I'm willing to ask the question. And the question I ask is, truth am I generating right now and 
I, I can't say for sure, but probably 99% of the time it's a yes when there's not that kind of 110% going. And then the, for me, the trick for me is to stay out of the judgment. And I mean, who am I being when I judge me when I'm not going 110 miles an hour? Like, and how many people judge themselves, of course, when they're not feeling like they're doing everything they should or could instead of recognizing the energies of generating, creating, and actualizing. There's, there's a difference. And for me, there's a huge difference. And I've been generating this last probably week or week and a half maybe. And it's a really... It's, it's one of those energies that is really interesting because it does, often I allow myself to be, um, to play in the judgment for a while first before I stop. And an interesting choice, and I wonder what it would take never to choose that again. And not that it's wrong, <laughs> it's just an interesting choice. So it's also looking at that for yourself. And it doesn't have to be just business. We're generating, creating, actualizing in every area of our life. So when you're in that generating stage, just acknowledge it. And no matter what stage you're in, don't judge. <laughs> like judgment is the killer of all creation. So everything that brings up, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, cool. So what are you refusing to pay for that if you would pay for it would change everything as if by magic? Everything that brings up bleed a store and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pet fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what are you refusing to be that if you would be it would change your entire life dynamically? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what energy, space, and consciousness can your body and you be? All right, have a wonderful week, everybody, and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.